Welcome to the Live Fit Listens podcast, a safe space of growth, personal development, and overall wellness with your host, Olivia Catania, diving into the realms of all things health, conscious living, mental expansion, and much more. This podcast is designed to help you evolve into your best self and live fit. Let's get into the show. you guys welcome back to the live fit listens podcast we're on episode 38 i'm so happy you guys are with me today this morning evening or afternoon whenever you guys are listening to this or watching i'm so happy you guys are with me happy monday for the first wave of people who are proactive and listen to this the day that this comes out. I hope you guys had a good weekend and I hope you guys have had a good start to your week so far and have had a productive monday if not don't stress tons of time to turn it around and you know you can get back on track anytime that you decide to do so. I want to apologize for being MIA last week. I know I kind of just skipped a week unbeknownst like without announcing this and also I feel like I struggle because I just assume that I like I just assume when I'm speaking on like Instagram stories for example like that's reaching everyone like even the people who listen to the podcast and everything which just isn't always true so sometimes I forget but um, I did update my Instagram familia via my Instagram story so if you don't already I would recommend following me on my Instagram mainly because that's the main platform I go to when I need to communicate something with you guys like instantaneously because I feel like it's harder like via YouTube and then podcasting obviously to like put out a quick message if it's not in a full episode or things something like that or like in a full vlog so if you want more instantaneous updates to like see what's happening on the day-to-day definitely recommend going and following my Instagram but I essentially just went home for I was home for like 10 days as you guys know I live in Utah but I'm originally from upstate New York and my cousin was getting married so that was like the original reason why I went home but then I just kind of wanted to stay because I really haven't had a proper visit home since moving Utah to excuse me since moving to Utah within the past 2 years which is crazy to say so I just was spending time with my family and like old friends that I haven't seen in a while that I don't see very often and it felt really good I was able to like go up to my grandma's camp which was like a super nostalgic thing for me because we would always do that when we were little so it was nice to just spend time with my grandparents again see my extended family which I haven't in a long time um and where we live in New York like we're right by a lake and I love the water like if you guys know anything about me I love the mountains like they're super beautiful but I am a water girl to my core and since going to Hawaii and back like I'm a lake girl to be specific I love lakes I love boating and so I was able to spend a lot of time doing that this past like week week and a half so yeah it was honestly great and it felt really good and I guess not to get like super off topic but I kind of held, how do I say this? Not like resentment, but like kind of a little bit to my hometown just because I felt like I was so stagnant by staying there. And I definitely, with all due respect, I guess, but I I don't know. I just kind of would, mm, I'm struggling with my words, but I like truthfully, I kind of would, I didn't really respect, I guess, or I would kind of look down on people who would just be like staying in their hometown because I just didn't understand and also at that point in time like I just was in that phase of my life like early 20s where I was like I need to get out of here like I need to experience the world and I still think that is so important and there's like priceless lessons to traveling and you know trying to make a life outside of your hometown like I think that's done wonders for 
personally for me for my character development and I still will stand by that it's something I believe in but I guess as I've gotten older now since being 23 I just I get it now like I get why people speak so fondly about their hometown and want to be there and stay there and want to raise a family there like at first I just didn't get it and you know, since going back there for the first time in two years, I'm like, oh, like I actually do get it. Like I do love it here. And as much as there's so many other beautiful places all over the world that I've been able, like been so thankful and lucky and privileged to see, to see there still is nothing like your home. And it's just true. So yeah, it just was a really good time. And I guess I didn't realize because of me having that viewpoint to begin with, I like never wanted to go home. But now since going home for the first time in two years, it was so nourishing and like comforting to my inner child in a way and also is kind of almost healing to go back to places that I may not have had good memories in but since I've grown and healed it's like been healing to put myself back in that space when I'm in a better headspace now if that makes sense and I don't know just when I was leaving I was like whoa I guess I really didn't realize that I just I just needed a, a good old trip back home because it's been so long so that's my little kind of side rant, but just wanted to say that's where I was. I was home for like 10 days. Also, if you guys watch my YouTube channel, I know so many people were also concerned because I haven't posted a vlog in so long, which I didn't realize that it's been so long, but I basically was trying to take a step back on how much content I was producing because there's been so many other projects that I've been wanting to create and so many things that you guys have been wanting for me to create. And I just don't have the time when I'm trying to keep up with like YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, podcasting, brand deals, emails, all that sort of stuff. It's so hard for me to keep up with those things and also have extra time to be working on side projects. So I kind of was like, listen, you got to take a step back of those pro of the content and really dive in and get some of these projects finished and out there. And then always, you know, you can always come back and revisit content. So that's kind of what I've been doing. That's why I originally dropped my YouTube uploads just to kind of one video a week. Um, and then since I went home, I didn't post while I was home. So that's why it seems super sporadic. I promise I'm okay. I'm still doing well. I'm just really trying to work on the back end business of things, which reminds me, sorry, you guys, is I know this is the longest intro ever. I just feel like I honestly haven't spoken to you guys in a while. Also reminds me, I post this on my Instagram stories, but in case you missed it, LiftFit is officially now a registered business in the state of Utah, which is really exciting. So LiftFit LLC now officially exists. I'm officially a business owner, a CEO, if you will. And it's just been a really important step to kind of officialize everything. And honestly, just realistically to make everything more official and organized on the back end for my finances is the biggest thing. But it's just exciting because also growing up, fun fact about me, I've always been like had a weird little itch to be like a businesswoman. When I was like nine years old, I still remember there was like old, I don't know if you guys actually, I think, I don't know. No, they probably still don't make them, but like the Apple computer, like the laptops, they used to come in a little box that had a handle on it and it kind of looked like a huge briefcase. And I literally remember I wanted a briefcase. So I had my dad, he's, my dad is like, he's just so cute. He made it into a briefcase for me. Like I remember we made like a mirror on the inside and putting air quotes if you're not watching because like just something to like decorate it. And we did it with like a piece of foil. And I just remember I'd pretend to carry it around like it was a briefcase. I don't know. I just always have had this affinity for like being a businesswoman. And it's just crazy to say like technically, technically, I don't want to like 
overhype it and make it bigger than it is but like technically I'm my own business now like it's just so exciting I'm just really thankful and I'm so thankful for you guys because as much as you know I'm here speaking my truth and what I'm passionate about and trying to provide value I still would not be able to do this full-time if you guys weren't willing to listen to what I had to say so it takes two to tango 10,000 percent in the social media space and I just want to thank you guys so freaking much for all of your support whoa excuse me all of your support and love that you show me every day and again just making me feel heard and seen and valued it just means the world to me and this has been my dream for so long and I still have such a long way to go like I'm barely just getting started and I feel like you know this this business development has moved relatively slowly some people would say but I don't really mind I just feel like it's working at its own authentic pace and I don't feel a need to rush through things and I'm really enjoying just fully experiencing each stage of you know as my dream and my dream life unfolds and so I just want to thank you guys so much and I'm just really thankful that you guys are here I feel like I should stop rambling because apparently I'm in a talkative mood today for whatever reason and we're just going to get into this episode because it's a good one but before of course gratitude session I did the an amazing little yoga flow stretch this morning it was like 20 minutes because today's a rest day but I've been so sore also reminds me I did like a functional based like functional core based circuit the other day and it was like intentionally to target my core but like through functional plyometric exercises my core has been so sore for days so I'm probably gonna record that put it on Instagram I think it's so good. Like my, my core is still sore, but I say that just because I've been sore all over the place. And so it felt so freaking good to stretch. I don't know how, since I've been in my new era of like Pilates and yoga, I don't really know how I lived without it because it feels so good to actually stretch my muscles out. Anyways, I've been doing it just via online YouTube with move with Nicole. I love her. She's been my bestie these days. But at the end of the yoga flow, I promise I have a point to this. I have a feeling I'm going to be going on a lot of tangents this episode, this episode. But at the end of the yoga stretch, we had like a little mini meditation and she was like, now I want you guys to think of three things that you're grateful for. And so I figured when I was outlining this episode, I was like, I'm just going to share what I authentically was grateful for this week. So this morning, firstly, the first thing I thought was I was so thankful for that y- yoga video because it just it felt so amazing in the moment. and It was exactly what I needed to start my day this morning. Second thing I thought of was you guys and I'm not even capping I'm being truly serious and honest of course as always my second thing I was grateful for was for you guys the lift community and that you guys are just here and that we just have this whole space in general like it fuels me it's my life I love it and thirdly that I just have this roof over my head I just was really thankful that I have a home to live in this beautiful home and being in a beautiful safe neighborhood those are my three things that I was thankful for today. Also, last side note thing I'm going to say, and then I promise you're going to get into the video. Shout out to my brother at Lucas Catania on Instagram and YouTube if you care to look him up. He has been helping me so much and we have a ring light now. Not really a ring light. It's like a whole, it's just a light itself. And I'm hoping it's going to help with the lighting of this whole entire video because when I don't have it on YouTube the lighting changes so much like from the beginning of the episode to the end so I'm hoping it's going to be a little bit more steady for you guys another thing I'm thinking of we're back to our original setup which I forgot to tell you guys we're back at the desk I kind of was feeling this again like I wanted the mic stand since coming back from Hawaii and like in Hawaii I would just hold the mic and like sit over to the side but now I'm like back at my desk with the mic like fully official setup again but I don't know why it was calling me I don't know why it just felt right so we're back we're gonna try this out for a little bit again I can't wait to have my own apartment so I can make a cute podcast studio anyways we're gonna go because it's been 12 minutes 
of me speaking about minutia. So we're going to dive into it. So this week's episode is about a lack versus abundance mindset. Now, if you guys haven't heard about this, this I just listen up because this honestly may be an episode that changes your life. Not to like be like that, but to be like that, like this could be an episode that holds a lot of power. And similar to kind of how I preach that there are two overall like umbrella frequencies of love and fear, there really are only two dominating mindsets that we operate in. And it's either in a lack mindset state or an abundant mindset state. And literally your whole entire life will be dictated on which mindset that you choose. Thank you. Choose keyword to live in because you do have a choice of the way that you think of the way that you show up and just your view towards things like you do have a choice you're not in the victim mindset you can change your whole entire reality just by simply changing how you were thinking in that moment you can quite literally instantaneously change your life just by simply changing your perspective and the way that you're viewing it from and that is the most empowering principle of life and that was something that completely changed my life just understanding that and if you guys can truly grasp that I promise you will feel 10 times more limitless in your life and like there is so much more opportunity and freedom and abundance for you to hold on to so First, we're going to speak about kind of the differences between that lack and abundance mindset. And we're also going to speak about ways that they show up and I guess manifest. And we're also going to be speaking about ways that you can actually, I guess, actual steps that you can take to truly live out of that abundant mindset and implement those things. So first of all, for our lack mindset, this is also really known as like the scarcity mindset. And this is pretty much what's coming to my mind right now. This is like the quickest and easiest way to shoot yourself in the foot. I always say like there's so many instances in life that are out of your control that's going to take you out of the game if anything's going to take you out of the game it's going to be those obstacles but please for the love of all things holy don't be don't have yourself be the person to take you out of the game and one way to take yourself out of the game is by having this lack scarcity mindset it is just completely going to inhibit you completely going to just limit your whole entire potential in life to be fully honest so this is where when you're looking at life through like the glass is half empty like that saying the glass is either half full or half half empty that lack mindset is you're going to be the person that's thinking that the glass is always half empty which this reminds me I wasn't planning on saying this but I literally remember this I was in high school and surprise surprise I was may or may not have been a little bit intoxicated but I guess we're just going to pretend I was 21 (laughs) but and I remember I had a bottle of some sort of alcoholic beverage and someone asked me for some of it. They're like, Oh, like how much, like, I don't really remember what they said. They're like, how much is in there? Whatever. I was like, Oh, here it's half full. And I remember in that moment that I was still like aware enough to be like, Oh my gosh, my subconscious, I like made me so happy. I was like, Whoa, my subconscious views life in the sense that the bottle is half full. Like I could have really said like, Oh, it's half empty, but subconsciously without thinking, like, again, I was pretty drunkity I wasn't really thinking too much like I wasn't thinking too hard pretty much about anything and I was like oh yeah here it's half full and just after that I was like I still remember that to this day and it like made me happy that I was like oh sweet my subconscious is looking at the positive aspects of life but furthermore the lack mindset is always constantly looking at like the negative equal equivalent of a certain situation Another thing I preach constantly is that nothing is either good or bad, but thinking makes it so. That is a quote by Shakespeare, and it's so true. Everything is neutral, right? The only truth is is just the fact that it just 
is, right? The only truth is that like the tree is a tree and it's up to our perceptions, our beliefs, our, you know, our what we've, what we've accepted as good or bad to then be able to categorize said thing as either a good or a bad thing or a good or bad scenario. And it also is completely subjective of if something is, I guess, good or bad, depending on the whole entire scenario. And this is going to lead me to another example that has always stuck with me. This was also in high school. And in case you can't tell, I've always kind of had that like a little bit of a I don't want, I feel like analytical is not the right word, but I've always like philosophical type mind, I guess, if you will. And so it's crazy that so many of the lessons that I think about today are things that I really learned in high school when I was still like really developing. And I, they really always have stood out to me like these greater life lessons, if you will. And I think I've told this story on here before. I'm not sure. But this was in a high school art class. Shout out Mr. Reynolds. If you're from my high school and you're watching this or listening, hello. Maybe you remember Mr. Reynolds as well. (laughs) And so I remember he wanted us to draw a chair. And in order to help us draw the chair, he was trying to kind of describe different ways that we can kind of look for details in the chair. And I honestly, I love this example so much. Like I genuinely think about this so often. And he was saying that, you know, there's different, I guess, sides that you could look at this chair. There's two different components. When I tell you to draw this chair, you could either be looking at the positive space of the chair, which would be the actual chair itself. So like what I'm sitting on, right? The back of the chair, the legs of the chair, the things that I can touch, that is like, quote unquote, the positive space of the chair. Now, on the contrary, he said you could also look at the negative space of the chair to help kind of give it that definitiveness and, you know, define it and know how to draw the chair, like even with more detail. And the negative space was kind of if you were to draw the chair. Actually, let's put it this way. I feel like this is going to be easier for you to picture. Let's say, you know, when people put tape down when they're like painting a wall, let's say you put paint on the wall, but first you put down masking tape to spell out your name or whatever. Okay. Then you paint it over the whole entire wall, including all of the tape. Then you took off the tape, which would be the positive space. Whatever is left around that tape is considering to be the negative space. So in other words, the negative space was everything around the tape. Same thing for the chair. The negative space was all the space that is around the chair itself or essentially what you can't touch in this case. So if you kind of want to describe it as well, like if you were to draw a 2D chair on a piece of paper, the background was completely black and then the chair itself was actually just in white. The positive space would be that white space of the actual chair itself. The negative space would be the black space all around the chair. I'm hoping that's making sense, but essentially that has always just stood out to me of being like, oh, there's always two sides to every single situation. It's just the equal equivalent and it's you choosing what you're kind of focusing on in in each sense. So kind of circling back that lack scarcity mindset is kind of all of the negative space around the chair, if you will, that black portion all around the chair that you can't touch or essentially just the negative equal equivalent to that situation, which implies that there's an equal positive equivalent to that same situation, which we'll get into in a second. And then I also kind of wanted to take this one step further. I was like, let's just do a classic Google search of, I just typed in what is a lack mindset. And it said, those with a lack mentality prefer to believe that there is limited opportunities, resources, relationships, love, and wealth. 
And this is exactly what I mean when I say embodying and, and acting from that lack mindset is the easiest and di- most direct way to completely limit your life potential because you are the one who's just accepting that mindset that they're there is a limit to kind of what you can achieve. There's a limit to the opportunities that are around you. There's a limit to the love you can experience, a limit to the wealth you can experience. And th- this lack mentality is what keep people stuck. And almost always, if you were to speak to someone who I guess is struggling in terms of their wealth, their career, in the in the abundance that they feel in their relationships, it most always goes back to their thought process of them being stuck in a lack mentality that's keeping them in this confirmation loop. Because here's the thing about mindset, and this is an another overarching principle that is going to apply pretty much no matter what episode I'm speaking to you guys about. There's something called the confirmation bias or essentially meaning that whatever you are believing in your brain, it is literally science the way the brain works. The brain likes to feel comfortable and safe or essentially our ego, right? Our ego likes to keep us in a familiar environment. So whatever you are believing to be true, your brain is going to scan your environment and handpick confirmation bias, whatever confirms that narrative that you have been telling yourself to tell you that you are correct, right? It keeps it safe because if it's looking for things that go against what you're believing and against your belief system and against how your brain is wired, that's going to set an alarm. It's going to make an alarm go off and be like, wait, this isn't the math isn't mathing. You know what I mean? So the people who have that lack mentality of saying, oh, you know, I can only, there's no way I'm going to ever be able to make six figures a year. Oh, there's no way I'm actually going to be able to meet someone that makes me feel really happy and fulfilled and shows up for me every day. Oh, there's no, there's no way I'm going to actually be able to get my dream job. Like I'm just going to have to be working this nine for nine to five if I want to survive. All of that is that lack mindset and believing those things and having that mindset, you're going to forever be stuck in that narrative because your brain is going to keep feeding you things that confirm that narrative to make you continuing to feel that way. For example, if you're in that lack mindset, you might see someone else who also has the same viewpoint and they're like, yeah, dude, it's so hard to make six figures a year that you are in that energetic frequency, right? Everything is energy, meaning you're going to keep experiencing experiences that are at that same frequency in that same vibration to confirm the way that you are feeling. Whereas opposed to if you're an abundance mindset, which we're about to get into, that abundance mindset, you once you are in that higher frequency of that abundance mindset, you're going to effortlessly come into alignment with higher frequency behavior, people, situations. And maybe when you're like, actually, no, I think I really can make 100K a year. I'm telling you, like, this is when I just truly fully believe in magic, but I guess it's not really magic. It's just the law of energy, which is science. You were going to come in. That's like when you're in that mindset, you would then come across someone who who does make $100,000 a year. And they're like, yeah, it's actually not that hard if you do X, Y, and Z. They give you advice and they make you feel empowered and help you believe that it is possible for you to make that 100k a year that's what happens when you're acting out of an abundance mindset so with that being said what is an abundance mindset an abundance mindset is the complete opposite of the lack mindset right so that's seeing life with the glass half full back to my alcoholic bottle for example that is feeling like the glass is more so half full than it is as opposed to saying it's half empty. So it's like I said previously, it's constantly looking at the positive equal equivalent to any given situation. So you could either look at the negative aspects of a situation or you could look at the positive aspects of that situation and that would be acting from an abundance 
mindset. So I decided to keep the theme and also Google what is an abundance mindset. And it said an abundance mindset is the idea or worldview that there are enough resources and successes for all to share. There are endless opportunities, resources, relationships, love, and wealth. So throwback to episode two, also when the step into your power episode, which is still one of my favorite episodes of all time, this someone who's acting from their power and someone who's in their power is someone who's acting from an abundance mindset. Those two are one and the same. That abundance mindset is when you are absolutely fearless and you just have this unwavering faith and just belief that there is enough to go around, that it is possible for you, that there is no ceiling, that you can have whatever you desire because you're demanding it and that you can create your reality. You're a co-creator. You can step into any frequency that you want to live out of. You can do anything you put your mind to. You are deserving just because you are you, right? You know what you deserve. So you're going to align your actions to have it be such, right? You know your price and you being certain and you're knowing your worth is going to put out that vibrational frequency and people are going to feel that and be willing to pay your price. Like all of that is someone who is an empowered individual who knows their worth and is rooted in their power and sets the tone for how they are going to be treated simply because they are demanding it. They are setting the tone of what they're going to receive in life because they're demanding it. They're stepping up to the plate, right? They're leveling up their energy to be someone who lives that life that they are desiring to live. All of this goes hand in hand with someone who is living in that abundance mindset. Whew, okay, I'm getting juiced up. But now we're going to move into like comparing the two in terms of like real life dis- like uh, scenarios. So for example, someone who's in a lack mindset, because I want to show you guys like how they literally, this is like the law of polarity, right? Which I always talk about. There's two sides to the same freaking coin or essentially the negative space to comparing it to the positive space of the same exact situation. So first of all, this is someone who'd be in the lack mindset. They would say, if I don't get this job, I'm going to be so screwed and I'm literally going to be broke forever. This is someone who's thinking that this job is the only opportunity that they're going to get. If they don't get it, they have no other options. They have no other opportunities. The world is going to be over. Like it's either this or they're done. Like this is the only opportunity that they have. If they blow it, they are screwed. And essentially the world is over. That is someone who's thinking from a lack mentality, whereas someone who's acting from an abundant mindset and living out of an abundant mindset would say, if I don't get this job, it just means that it wasn't meant for me. And I'll have plenty of other options and opportunities to come into alignment with what's for my highest good. So see how that's the same situation, someone who's going into a job interview, right? And they're having two completely different mindsets going into it. And and this is so crucial because not only does that first lack mindset, which I said previously about how like if you don't get the job, you think that's it. It's the end all be all. You are just then going to be confirming that narrative by I bet you then you are probably going to struggle to find other jobs on LinkedIn or you are going to struggle to kind of find other jobs that you even have interest in. Because what did I say previously? Your mind is going to be keep feeding you that confirmation bias and feeding you a reality that confirms the things that you are thinking of. And it's also just going to discourage you, right? And you're going to think of like, what's the point of even looking for other jobs? We're not going to find anything like living from a place of lost hope is the quickest way to crush someone's dreams. Like it just is true. And just to completely limit your potential, like I'm saying, whereas opposed to if you're having that abundance mindset and you're saying like, hey, you know what? I'm totally accepting. If I do get this job, amazing. If I don't get this job, that's also completely okay. I'm accepting both, right? Both outcomes. Another episode I did was on just acceptance. What episode was that? The freedom of acceptance, episode three, another amazing episode. I highly recommend that one. But also thinking that, you know, if I don't get this one, that just means it wasn't meant for me and I'm going to have so many other opportunities so it doesn't really matter it's just simply 
which opportunity is going to resonate with me truly in that moment for me to actually be able to commit to it as a job. That's really all that it is. That's all that it boils down to. Another example, a lack mindset. Someone would say the person I, if the person that I was dating, they just dumped me. I guess I just am going to be alone forever. That's someone living in a lack mindset where someone who's living in abundance mindset is going to say, I really had to work on letting that person go, but now I'm opened up to new people and new relationships, right? Again, same side to that different side, excuse me, to the same coin. This I struggle with, which this also relates to a more real life example I'm going to get into in a second. I really worry about the people, especially I worry about lack mindset really strongly in terms of how it shows up with relationships because that's what keeps people stuck in mediocre relationships where they just settle, right? They think that I can't leave and I don't want to how do I, I don't want to encourage like people just giving up on relationships, but I think people know when it's just not working anymore and they know deep down that they are settling and that this person really doesn't light them up and you know they really don't live in a really aligned life with each other, but they just stay in that relationship because they don't think that the lover finds someone who loves them just as much or will show up for them or whatever the case may be. And that in and of itself is the epitome of a lack mindset. And then it just keeps you stuck like that that is that is a true danger of the lack mindset is it just truly keeps you stuck like another example I didn't write this down but it's coming to my mind like for example my mom my mom is 60 years old whole kind of different story but she's been having literally have gone through a whole entire revamp she just has revamped her whole entire life and completely changed paths like I'm so proud of her for not she's taught me such an invaluable lesson of like not giving up until the buzzer goes off like so many six-year-old women would be like what's the point like I can't go out and be on my own now xyz like I kind of just need to stick it out but my mom really completely I'm thinking of a phrase and I can't think of how you say it like she had a not a change of heart but like just something completely maybe that is the right thing a flip a switch just flipped for her And she was like, no, like I'm going to live a life that I want to live today. No matter how much time I have left, like I'm doing what I want to do today. And so she, like I said, we're originally from upstate New York and she was at a job that she totally did not like. And to be fully honest, my mom is someone who has suffered from a lack mindset a lot, not to completely call her out. I don't think she really listens to these, but she has really struggled with the lack mindset a lot of her life. And, you know, that's something that kept her stuck for a while. And it could have kept her stuck, right? She could have been like, you know, I really hate this job, but there's no way I'm going to be able to find another one. How am I supposed to leave? Like, this is job security. Like, I can't just, you know, take that leap of faith. Like, what if I can't find another job X, Y, Z? Like this might be the only thing I can find right now. She could have stayed in that and that would have been her lack mindset that would have kept her stuck. But why I'm so proud of her is she chose that abundance mindset and she said, you know what? There are other opportunities out there that are worth me looking for and are worth me pursuing and are worth me taking a leap of faith in order for me to be happier because I am worthy of my highest level of happiness. I am worthy of having a job that I love. I'm worthy of having a job that I look forward to every day and I'm worthy of living a life that I don't dread Monday through Friday and so that's what she did right she switched that narrative and she took that leap of faith she looked for jobs she found a job in Utah that's even better than she had previously she's getting paid more she's in an area that she loves she's doing a job that she loves she's always wanted to work in this field of medicine and she is thriving she has recently moved out here to Utah a few months ago I think back in March maybe happiest I've ever seen her like the most the most fun way that I remember my mom is how she is today which is amazing and I 
sometimes it's like I, I feel like I'm living in a dream and I just am so happy for her and it's because she decided to get out of that victim lack mentality and decided to choose abundance and stepping into her power and taking that leap of faith and knowing what she deserves and she is living a life with 10 times higher quality of living than she had previously and that just is a pure prime example that I'm so happy just came to me right now of the comparing the lack versus abundant mindset. And another example that I have that I have written down, someone who is acting from that lack mindset might say, oh, that person just got their big break and I guess I'm always just going to be a failure. And someone who's living from an abundance mindset would say, wow, I'm so happy that person just got such an amazing opportunity. I'm so excited for my time to come to. And this was something that I actually struggled with for a long time. And to be fully honest, to call myself out, that's something I'm honestly working towards every single day to work on because I just, I think growing up, we kind of had more of like a, a competitive atmosphere just in my family. And it's something that I'm still trying to work on, like re, rewriting that, that story that I've been telling to myself and, you know, reframing some of those, you know, not limiting beliefs, but what is the word? Subconscious programmings. And I used to just really struggle with competition and like, especially when I was first starting out on social media, when I would see people kind of grow on social media and I was still so stuck when I first started out, I would look at them with kind of resentment and not something because they did to me, right? I just felt resentful for the fact that I wasn't where I wanted to be yet. And I felt like, I kind of almost felt like since they succeeded in something like that means that I lost my spot and being able to do so, which is completely just utterly false like it, it, it's just so false and that's kind of again I was in that lack mindset where I felt like there was only a limited number of spots a limited amount of success to go around and so I felt when someone was succeeding in something I wanted to succeed in and made me feel some type of way I was so bothered by it because I was like damn now that means there's less room for me at the top which just completely isn't true like that abundance mindset like you have to truly believe that there is an infinite amount of space for the people at the top and what really changed the game for me was instead of, you know, being jealous about someone else who succeeded in something, I really would consciously do my best to become super excited and genuinely happy for them. Not only because, you know, to drop my ego and just say, hey, listen, these people clearly attained the success because they deserve it in one way or another. They were aligned energetically with that success in one way or another. Be truly happy for them, right? Their success has nothing to do with you. It's not taking away from your worth or your value. If anything, be excited about it because it also means that it is truly possible for you if another human being also accomplished it. So I've been looking at it kind of from that point of view of being genuinely happy for them, but also being excited because that means that like if it's possible for them, then that means it's possible for me too and just kind of going back to how everything is energy like it's just truly the law of energetics like you know the saying like you're an accumulation of the five people you spend the most time with so like if there's people in your circle especially your close circle that are like experiencing really great things just based on the law of energetics like you're most likely next if you're if you are staying in that high vibe state, like you're mostly the next person who's going to experience that that sequence of really good events and staying in that high vibe state comes from, you know, contributing good energy to their space and just to your space in general and being generally happy for them, whereas opposed to, you know, being sunken by, you know, your jealousy and envy and resentment, that is the quickest way to get into low vibrational state. So, you know, if your close circle, like I'm saying, is experiencing really good high frequency events, you are most likely going to be next as long as you stay in that high vibe state by just contributing good energy to them, being happy for them and all of that good stuff. So another example 
I feel like I've been going off when I talk really fast. I'm like, feel like I'm going, I don't know how to explain it. I feel like just almost, I guess in a flow state, but sometimes I just feel disconnected from my mind because I'm just freaking speaking. It's just flowing out. But, um, my last personal example, this was something that I, um, experienced recently and I was speaking to one of my friends obviously going to keep her anonymous and she's friends with this guy. She's been friends with this guy for like a few years now. And she has like had this crush on him and feeling some type of way about him, but she doesn't know if he likes her in that way, like romantically as well. And she doesn't really know how to go about it because you know, the whole situation, she doesn't want to ruin the friendship. She doesn't want to make it weird, but also she doesn't know if like they're both just not saying something because you know, they don't know how the other person feels, etc. And she just was kind of telling me how she just was worried of if kind of he'll choose her, I guess for lack of a better term if like he'll realize their potential and she also was just worried about if you know her her feelings for him would hinder her from giving other people a chance and you know what if she doesn't ever find someone who that she'll be able to connect with like the same way she was able to connect to this person with and if you know She's just going to have to be kind of stuck around waiting for him, etc. And I just was like, sister, this is a lack mentality. We got to get out of the lack mentality. And kind of what I was saying previously, like this is such a reason why so many people, I'm not saying this is what she was doing, but just overall, this is a reason why people will settle in relationships because they're like, what if I don't find someone like this? What if I don't find someone who gives me the same attention, even if they're not truly fulfilling you? And in her case specifically, I was like, dude, we need to get into this abundance mindset. You need to step into your power and say, you know what? If we're supposed to work out, I have unwavering faith that we will. And if we aren't supposed to work out, then we won't. And there's plenty of other fish in the sea. There's so many amazing people in this world, right? And then I'll be able to have the opportunity to experience them and explore them. And, you know, if it's if it's not this person, you just need to have unwavering faith that you will be able to find someone who you have the potential to connect with on a very intimate, high skill level. And, you know, I feel like I can even fully relate to this scenario, right? Like it's a lot of, this has been a good while ago now, but I met someone who, you know, I felt was like, never have connected with someone in any sort of similar capacity ever. And for a while, like when I was really trying to digest that things kind of had ended, I was like, how am I ever supposed to meet someone who I experience in that way again? Right. And the thing with the lack mentality is that it really does not serve you in any way. And I think, you know, if you want to live a prosperous life, you need to choose the viewpoint, the perspective, the mindset that serves your highest good, even to the point of that it might seem delusional like to the point of delusion I'm a huge advocate of choosing that mindset perspective or whatever to see life to serve you in the best way possible that lack mindset does nothing productive for you it does not serve you in any way it just simply hinders you and crushes your faith crushes your trust in life and in the universe and it just doesn't help you with anything it just keeps you stuck so sometimes I'm like why would you not choose the abundant mindset? Because that is the only constructive thing that's left to do. And so that's something kind of like what I had to do, right? If I was just like, well, you know, first of all, who's to say that this relationship may not ever rekindle at some point? And second of all, if it doesn't ever rekindle, it's for that way for a reason. And I just need to trust that there is going to be someone else that lights me up hopefully in even a greater capacity than I even knew existed and knew was possible and will help me understand why that previous relationship didn't work out because I just don't I'm just not the person that believes that if it truly was supposed to work out that it just 
wouldn't have. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I just do not believe that, like, if you really were supposed to get that job, that you didn't get it. Like, if you really were supposed to get it, you were going to get it. And if you didn't get the job or you, that relationship fell through or you, you know, you didn't get that opportunity that you wanted to, it is for a reason. There's also another great quote that I love. It's rejection is just simply redirection for something that is actually meant for you. And it's so true. I'm going to say it again. Rejection is just simply redirection for what is actually meant for you. It is so true. Some of the things that we want in life aren't simply, aren't actually what we necessarily need or simply like or more often than not the universe is going to give us something that is actually for that's just even better another thing that I heard in another podcast was like she was like it's either this or something better and that is an amazing mindset to have and that's a amazing abundance mindset to have it's like instead of thinking it's either this or I'm screwed it's going to be something worse no like that that's not the way it works like it's either going to be this or something even better than you could have imagined and having that mindset is going to going to empower you beyond capacity and help you pushing on like a positive trajectory in life and help you actually fulfill and maximize your potential, which is what we want. If we want to live our best life, if we want to show up as our best self and we want to live a life of abundance, like that is you, you unapologetically need to adopt that mindset. It's either this or something better. If you and your person didn't work out, okay, it's either them, which clearly it wasn't. So that means something better is coming for me, for you. It's always moving in the upward scale. Whereas on the contrary, if you believe another great quote, I don't know why all these quotes are coming to me. Another quote was like, you either believe that you can do it or you can't do it. But either way, you're right. Meaning again, back to that confirmation bias theory. It's either whatever you say it's going to be is going to be what your reality is. So if you're saying it's either this person or I'm going to be alone forever, then okay, yeah, you're probably gonna be alone forever. But if you're saying it's either this person or something better and it didn't work out with that person for whatever reason, you're gonna come into alignment with something better because that's what you are choosing and intentionally aligning with energetically. And so that's what you're gonna experience in the 3D. That's what's gonna manifest and come into fruition on that 3D scale. So to close out this episode, I wanna speak about a few ways that you can implement this abundance thinking and actually put it into action to truly embody it. And it's really freaking simple. And I love when, I guess someone has like said it to me, but I feel like sometimes when we think about these, these mindset shifts, it can seem like such a bear or kind of like, how do you do it? You simply do it by just declaring it and setting that intention. That's all that it is. Like, especially in terms of like spiritual stuff, people are like, how do you clear your energy? Like simply, you know, our word has so much power and that, you know, our, our current society has t- like just, I guess, subconsciously or consciously, you know, taught us to minimize the power that our word has, but our word is so powerful. Like it's called spelling for a reason. Like we speak things in existence constantly. So simply by setting the attention of being an abundance mindset, that is what in and of itself is going to help you operate from that abundance mindset. So first thing is first though, Awareness is everything. Having self-awareness is a superpower in this 3D reality. It just is. So first things first is just becoming aware of your thought patterns. So how do you expect to change something or fix a problem if you don't even know there's a problem in the first place? So simply, I always say, think about what you're thinking about, right? So having more awareness as you're operating in your day-to-day, stop getting consumed by your thoughts, zoom out and sit into that seat of awareness, which I've talked about previously of kind of getting into more of your observant, um, I guess, headspace in your mind instead of acting 
how do I, it's always so hard for me to explain instead of like truly acting straight out from our avatar of our body, sit into that seat of awareness, kind of zoom out, make sure you're observing your thoughts instead of being consumed by the thoughts in your mind. That is a really amazing way to become aware of what you're thinking about and aware of your 3D reality instead of getting lost in your thoughts, your preconceived ideas, your subconscious beliefs, your subconscious programmings, etc. So once you can kind of become aware, then you can kind of recognize, you know, oh, wow, I am these thoughts are coming from an from a lack mindset or you could say oh wow these thoughts are really coming from an abundance mindset so once you have that awareness then you can really have that 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 power to set the intention of abundant positive thinking so for example if you catch yourself having a thought that is coming from a lack mindset of saying damn there's no way I'm going to be able to get this job Ding, ding, ding. An alarm should go off and say, have that awareness and say, okay, wait, I'm going to analyze that thought. That was in um, a lack mentality thought. I'm going to reject that. I'm not going to accept that. And I'm going to choose to switch their narrative and switch it into something positive and say, I have every single right and opportunity to be able to get this job or opportunity, whatever the case may be, and switching it consciously, right, through intention setting and awareness into its positive equivalent to keep you encouraged and hopeful and, you know, motivated and inspired to keep going on your journey. And basically the last point I have is just the, to continuously put in the effort to create those new thought ha- habits. I always say the way that you think is simply just habits like you the way that you think is habits just like you have the habit of maybe twirling your hair when you're doing homework I do that (laughs) when I'm doing work I'll like touch my hair that's just like a subconscious habit same thing with the way that your brain operates if you are constantly feeding yourself negative thoughts in the mirror saying you're never going to lose weight or you're never going to gain muscle you're never going to have the body of your dreams that is you in that lack mentality that is a thought process that you have developed a habit for that's why it comes effortlessly and subconsciously to you without you even needing to put any effort in so once you continuously have the awareness and set that intention to turn these lack mentality thoughts into an abundant positive thought once you continue doing that through effort and intention that's going to create more thought habits and it's going to effortlessly be able to just be in your mind like that's just going to turn into the way that your brain operates so powerful, so life-changing, and just truly incorporating this this effort and this mindset and this theory. Like I'm telling you guys, watch your life skyrocket and open up to its open up tenfold. Your potential is gonna skyrocket tenfold. The ceiling that you think is on your life is gonna completely dissipate, evaporate, and go away. Like life is gonna seem so much more exciting because there's gonna be so much more that you will be able to recognize to live for. And It's just going to keep you really inspired and keep you wanting to go through life. So for the affirmation that I have for this episode, it says, I go through life with an abundance mindset and see opportunity everywhere. I go through life with an abundance mindset and see opportunity everywhere. Repeat that to yourself. Feed yourself positive affirmations in the morning. It truly, everything starts within your mind. If you take anything away from Live It Listens podcast, everything, everything begins in your thought, in your mind. Everything is mindset, okay? Everything. Feed yourself positive affirmations. Pay attention to the way that you're thinking. If you have a negative thought, 
delete that shit so freaking fast, even faster than it came in because that is what is shaping your reality. Consciously, subconsciously, your thoughts are what influence your actions. So if you are thinking negative things, if you're thinking unprosperous thoughts, your actions are going to come into alignment with that to keep giving you unprosperous quality of living. Whereas opposed to if you're thinking prosperous thoughts, your actions are going to come into alignment with that. They're going to mirror that. You're going to be doing actions that help create a prosperous life. And that is the life that you're going to be living. That's the thing. It's not all this magic woo of manifestation, all these things. You just think it and it pops up. No, it is truly science how the brain works. Whatever you are thinking is going to be reflected into your actions. That's what makes you have inspired action. Your actions are then which form your habits, which then are what fabricate and make your data, your reality come into fruition. So super powerful stuff, super life-changing things. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Clearly, I miss talking to you guys. I'm bummed now that I missed last week because I'm just feeling super inspired. I really hope this episode hit for you guys and that you are just feeling this in your brain, in your veins, excuse me. Don't sleep on this. Take inspired action. If you did get any value from this episode or any of the previous episodes, I would feel so thankful if you guys could leave a rating or review or screenshot this and post it on your story. It helps so much with helping this podcast reach more people and then hopefully and ideally positively impact other people's lives as well, which is, of course, my goal with everything that I'm doing. So I love you guys so much. Again, thank you so much for your love and support. I'm sending you guys so much love. I'm thinking of you. Hope you have an amazing week. And thank you guys so much for watching or listening. And hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Peace out, baby.